her, her lucky number is 13, and 87 plus 13 is 100. Here's 100. It just makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. 100% compatibility. To the Monarch Experience Podcast, I am your host, Mr. Ancona, and here at the Monarch Experience Podcast, we are all about giving students the platform to voice their opinions about what matters most to them. And today, much like in most of pop culture, nothing matters more than Taylor Swift. Uh, we're going to be chatting with two incredible students, Lisa and Isabella, one former student, one current student. Lisa and Isabella, about all things Taylor Swift. We are talking about the Eras Tour. We are talking about the movie. We are talking about the experience doing going to both. We're talking about our favorite eras. We're talking about her, our favorite songs, some of our favorite deeper cuts or underrated songs. We're chatting everything Taylor Swift. So if you are a Swifty, if you are a fan, this episode is must-listen for you. So sit back and enjoy. But before you do, make sure that you're hitting us up on all our social media accounts. Follow us on Twitter at TheMonarchXP. Follow us on Snapchat at the Monarch Experience Podcast. Say something other than just hi. And of course, follow us on TikTok where we're where the content creators and the podcast club are really doing awesome things and creating cool content at Monarch XP. All right, let's dive right into it. Let's chat Taylor Swift with Isabella and Lisa. All right, and today we've got two incredible guests back for the second time in a row. Back for the fourth time at this point, we've Hi, got the incredible, Le- the incredible super fan, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, what's going on? Yeah. Nothing. I'm just, you know, excited for tomorrow because 1989, <laughs> her version comes out. So. Mm, yeah. So and exciting. By the time this episode drops, it'll have already come out for the last, like, probably yeah. like a week. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, how apropos that we are recording on the eve of such a momentous yeah. occasion. <laughs> so exciting. Lisa, on a scale of one through I hate you, how mad are you that it took us this long to do a Taylor Swift episode when you have been you were begging all year, last year? Thir- at 13. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Isabella, first time on the podcast. So happy to get you on here. Uh, what's going on? Say hi to our, our audience. Uh, nothing. I'm super, I'm psyched for tomorrow. It's going to be... Like music changing for the um, the writing task you're talking about. Oh, that 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 too. Yeah, that I mean too. that's like a big <laughs> deal, right? Huge deal. Uh, you know, if only you could work, and only if you were able to listen to music while doing the writing task, we could just get you know, streaming right? the album. <laughs> I know that would be, be perfect. Oh, that would be perfect. <laughs> Well, let's do it. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about Taylor Swift today. We're going to be talking about everything Taylor Swift. And there are no two better people that I could think of other than Lisa and Isabella to chat about their favorite artist. Is that fair to yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, I had a feeling. Let's start by chatting about this movie that came out. And if I've, if I've got my stuff straight, the movie was quite long. Oh, it was dude. exactly as long as her actual show, except like three songs got cut, but that's pretty much it. It's basically like watching the concert, 
but in a movie. It's two yeah. hours and, and 48 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it felt longer, actually. Oh, because you weren't there. You weren't live, probably. Um, Talk to us about the movie. So was the movie literally just, and I don't mean this to be offensive, just her show? Or was there backstage stuff involved and kind of like day of? It was just pro shot live footage. Just her show. Just her show. But there was like some obviously transitions and there was like crazy editing. So, But it was basically just her show. What was that like going to see that in the movie theaters? It, okay, so from my experience, I was actually somehow by mistake ended up sitting next to one of my best friends who I didn't even know was going. So that was fun. Was it packed? But it was packed, fully wow. sold out. Every wow. single every single showing room in that in the movie theater that I went to was the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie. Actually, wow. except for one, there was one single room that wasn't the Eras Tour movie for the new Exorcist movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny that it's every everything is Taylor Swift and then it's just like demon possession? Yeah. <laughs> so, I bet they could just hear the music from the other rooms and be like, what is happening? I'm sure that the audio or the sounds coming from all the movie theaters, whether it was The Exorcist or Taylor Swift, were all the same, just high-pitched screaming. <laughs> um, so... Okay, so you're you're in the movie theater. You're seeing this. Are people singing along? Yeah, yes. everyone's singing along. Some people towards the end started like standing up and dancing a little, but this everyone was just like dancing. Everyone was just <laughs> dancing in their seats and like singing along. And everyone had the matching cups and popcorn bucket. This yes, is everyone. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Isabella, were you singing the entire time? I I I was not. I like in, I was like mumbling because I I was nervous per se mumble singing yeah because yeah. <laughs> i didn't know what to expect when i first like went in there mm, okay but, like once i saw like in my theater like a third of the way in people were up and it was like with their phones and everything wow. so like by then i was like singing to myself a little bit because i can't really contain it at that yeah point. yeah <laughs> you just gotta let it out exactly that's so amazing because, like, I've never seen a concert in a movie theater. Like, I've watched concerts, like, full, straight through, constantly. But the thought of being around other people, I would not know how to react either. Like, I think I would be, mm. especially if it's a band or artist I love, like, I'd want yeah. to sing along. But I'd be like, mm. I'd kind of be like, guys, are we are we all doing this? We're, all, we, like, yeah. we're, we're all in agreement here? <laughs> it was a big debate on, like, social media. It was like everyone's like, no, really? like, you should just watch it. Like but movie theater like, no. etiquette. Yeah. yeah. But like Taylor herself said like in multiple like posts, like you should be dancing and singing and like trading friendship bracelets and it should be like fun. Okay. So that settled I, it. I agree with her and I'm glad then that she jumped in because if it – so I thought it was um, like documentary kind of like a day in the life of with the tour – with backstage footage, like her rehearsing, her getting warmed up, and then splicing that with concert footage. Like, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Uh, and and then I would say, yeah, all right, you're probably not getting up and dancing. But if it's just the sh- mm-hmm. not just just not just the show, sorry. <laughs> but if it's the show, yeah, you should be you should be enjoying it, like and doing whatever. Yeah. I have a feeling she's gonna like do like another documentary where it, where it is like the behind the scenes. Uh, I feel like, like she's, she's, she's gonna do that. 
I'm sure there's I'm sure there's so much footage too of it that like it would be hard not to capitalize on that. Maybe, oh yeah. Maybe let's chat there for a second. Um, she did one documentary right years ago. No, Miss, Miss America. No. 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 Oh, there's several. So she's oh, she okay. has a video. She has an hour for almost like a documentary for almost every tour, oh, and then yeah. there was the Miss Miss Americana one. Miss then there Americana, was the folklore folklore long pond studio sessions on Disney Plus, which was behind the albums of her folklore album. Okay. And then there was the Reputation Stadium tour on Netflix, which was one of the yeah. biggest, which is basically exactly what the Eras tour is. Okay. But just for her album Reputation. Exactly. I liked Miss Americana. Uh, Isabel, go ahead. What was overall takeaway from the from the movie theater? And then then let's talk was, about the tour. It was crazy. Like the like transitions and the like the lights, like when I was walking in to go like, get into like the popcorn, like even outside, I could hear the music from like the parking lot. Wow. And when I was like actually there, the trans- like the editing and the transitions were crazy. They were from like, they, like it felt like you were actually there. Was this, when you say like editing and transitions, would you say that this was more than just watching the big screen when you're at the concert? Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's so cool! Because um, I know Metallica did that with this tour that they just did, and one of my good friends didn't get to see them, but he was like, "But I saw one of the shows they did in a movie theater," and he was like, "And it was mm-hmm. an amazing experience." Uh, Isabel, let's start there. Did you see her on this tour? I did not. Oh. I tried. I tried getting tickets. They're in my cart, and <sighs> the website shut down. Do you do you want to make this like a therapy session where you can vent about <laughs> Ticketmaster? Because I will go all in with you about the lunacy of all this nonsense that's happening it with Ticketmaster. Was, what was your experience was, like? Like we had it. We were like we were going to be in the nosebleeds, but I was okay yeah. with it because it's even if like you were there, the, like the experience was obviously going to be amazing. Of but like, if you didn't. Like, if the experience wasn't as well because you were in the nosebleeds, it was still, like, if I'm 30 one day and I have, like, I have kids, I'd be, like, I went to a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. That's, like, so, for me, it was really the experience, but then, um, <laughs> dreams crushed. Yeah. You, you you got hit with the, uh, great, you got tickets. Just kidding. They're gone. Yeah, and then, exactly. you got tickets again. Nope, they're gone. Well, Did you they, get? like, was there and then shut down and yeah. we were all, like what yeah. and then it came back on we were like it was like the checkout and everything and like the confirm button and yep. shut down yeah like to have that dangle in front of you where you're like oh my god i've got him quick get up my credit card information auto save and like put it in <laughs> and then they're like nah just kidding we uh, messed up oopsie daisy is i have some huge problems with Ticketmaster and how that's going what's crazy about that too is these are stadium tours so you're looking at like 80 to ninety thousand tickets like More. Or more. more. How, like, how can they go that fast? Like, it's, that's how. It's like, in my brain, I was like, "How's it possible?" I mean, it's bots. It's people that are scalping that are literally just they're going in to then mark them up, which I think is so immoral, is so horrible. Uh, I have, I have a huge. I'm still dealing with that with Kiss's last show. It's it's an awful experience. Ticketmaster is an awful experience because of that. And then like <laughs> the fact that some tickets are going for like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. That's, that's if I had the money, I'd do it. Oh, I, I don't know. 
the 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 value is what is what kind of kills grand. me. If I had yeah. thirty thousand, if I had thirty grand, I'd a hundred percent spend it on Taylor Swift tickets. I feel like it depends on the seat, though. I I'd do anything to go see her again. Wow. That's, yeah. So Thank is you. it so, um, Lisa? What was your experience? How many times did you see her? So I saw her one time. Okay, but I am trying to go to the Miami show next year, or okay. maybe maybe go to one of like her other shows somewhere in the world hopefully. in the world maybe but She's i playing definitely in space want to see her soon. again where did you where did you see her metlife yeah metlife oh yeah you Night were at the three. you were at the same yeah. show i think that my brother was was at oh yeah and i think you guys probably had very different experiences he like begrudgingly <laughs> was there and you were probably the person next to him like losing your mind <laughs> no the people next to me there were these two ladies and they they disappeared for half the show to go to the bar. So I had more room to dance, but they but they were they didn't watch like even the whole show. Unbelievable. They were there for like only like thirty minutes and then they left. Wow. Which was Lo- mind blowing to me. Losers. Yeah, you spent all that money and, and all of that effort and time and then you're not even yeah. gonna watch it. It was show. a nightmare for me. What was a nightmare for you? Wait, the show was awesome, Get- I thought. No, like getting <laughs> Getting the tickets. Oh, yes. Getting the tickets. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if you could really say that considering who else is in this no. virtual room. No. Like, no, like, you're, you're, you're just like rubbing it in Isabella. <laughs> Isabella didn't get tickets. And you're like, it was a nightmare for me. Getting to be there. Yeah, yeah it was really rough. No, because I didn't think I was going to go because I did not get the tickets when they went on sale. Like I skipped the whole day of school for them. Neither for did Isabella. <laughs> but then a month later... No, not yeah. In December, like t- like towards the middle of December. Wait, you you got- skipped school last year to buy the tickets? Did you not realize? I mean, I, I didn't. Not up. I didn't I know that. that no, I did not. I did not pay attention to tickets go on sale. <laughs> Lisa's not here. That's <laughs> that's incredible. That's an. I love that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Good. Good was, for you. It was for nothing. But a month later, I got an email from Ticketmaster saying like, "Hey." You got selected. How much are you willing to pay for wow. tickets? And then, yeah. Basically, you, I mean, they chose the tickets for me. But right. I still got really good seats. They were amazing. So, Wow. That is that is, that is amazing. Um, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that you took the whole day off of school to, to, <laughs> to wait until 9.59 to be on Ticketmaster and be like, come on, come on. 2,000 people in front of you. You're like, nah. Oh, um, mine? No, it was 20000 for me. Oh, my God. See, I usually it just says like 2000 plus or 20000 plus, and then you're just waiting and waiting. Yeah, um, that's what, that's what I said. Million times. Plus. Yeah, yeah. And and like when I remember when I was doing that, it was like two hours later. It's like, you're up next. But then it would time me out, and I'm like, no, my yeah. phone locked. I got in into the to get to see the tickets on that day at nine or no, seven or nine, something like that. And there were tickets, but they were all the way up in the nosebleeds. And I was like, I can maybe hopefully do better than that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait. So I oh, didn't buy it. It's such a risk. It's such a risk. But it it's, was worth it. Because then gamble. I was almost right next to the stage. That's so You were? I, That's where you sat? I was in the lower bowl, like right above the floor. Wow. Oh, those are like prime because you don't have to worry about seeing over everyone's head. You're uh-huh. like perched just enough. it was enough. like one of the first few rows, so... So, that's great. Wow. 
All right, so without making Isabella jealous, Lisa, talk to us about <laughs> some of the highlights and some of the things that you loved about the tour, about the set list. Uh, I'm a set list sucker. What'd she open with? Mm-hmm. What'd she close with? She opened with, so basically the intro was just her, like basically uh, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince in the background, but it was her like naming all the albums as like people are like, her backup dancers were walking on stage. Okay. And then she just came up and then started like finishing the song, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Gotcha. It was amazing because it's one of my favorite songs. And then she closed with Karma and then Ice Spice came out to do it because she, re- she did a collab with her <laughs> and she came to some of the shows and I got to see Ice Spice too, which was insane. That's and, crazy. And this is me trying to pretend I know who Old Spice is. Ice, ice, oh, ice, 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 spice. spice. <laughs> gotcha. Yikes. Um, that's awesome. So standouts from the, the rest of the show, things that you loved as far as the configuration of the stage. Anything cool about that that you really loved? It kept move. It moved. And okay. there was the floor. It had like visuals on it. Like uh, there okay. was like. Like when she jumped under the stage, it was like she was swimming in the water, and it was, yeah, it was from insane. the movie. And yeah, and she, the stage was so big you can see her from an, any viewpoint. And the, there was like fire, there was fireworks, and there was like confetti, and it was just such a magical experience. Uh, one of you, I think, mentioned something about Beyonce's tour in comparison. Yeah, me. Okay. Uh, so, so there was like an article written. So the Renaissance tour was expected to be the highest grossing tour, at like ha- like half a billion dollars. But that was like written before Taylor went on tour. And now Taylor doubled that almost. Some are saying that insane. it might even make two billion dollars. That's what I make instead, instead of one, because she's already by the end of the like, she's already at like almost 700 million. That's and it's insane. only the U.S. tour so far, um, South America. And oh, that's only the tour. You, you, you got to think about like the movie too. True. Yeah. And her yeah. tour isn't even over yet. She's about to go back on tour again. And, and also merchandising and license licensing. Like you guys were talking about the friendship bracelets, the the cups, mm-hmm. the popcorn stuff. Like you're basically slapping Taylor Swift's name and face on stuff and people were buying it because that's a part of the experience right mm-hmm. like you're not gonna just go and go all right i'm just gonna go listen you're gonna buy everything that's associated with yeah it. i waited like an hour in line for merch it was oh, worth it wow. <laughs> that's, that's wild um isabella you need to go overseas to go and see her literally i said i went over i went to the dominican republic over the summer and i was like taylor's here man this is is she sad. playing in the dr i don't i don't i'm not having so sure um, I was just, I was making a joke because I, I knew she was still during her American tour, but I was like, maybe, maybe Taylor Swift's here. You got to coordinate like a family vacation where that's right. you, that's what I was like, you do a destination. Exactly. We get a free vacation out of it and I get to see Taylor Swift. Oh. It's, a, it's a win-win. <laughs> All right. So since it was the Eras tour, well, let's talk about what your favorite era is. Uh, we'll go top two. What are your top two favorite eras? Isabel, we'll start with you. Ooh. Um, I got to say her, like, reputation for her, like, bad Taylor. Um, like, her trying to be, like, like dark feminine. Like, that whole, like, for the Grammys, that was, like, amazing. I, got, I was young when it, when it all came out. 
but I like idolized her when like that whole thing came out. Was that your first exposure to her, like at the the genesis of your fandom? Um, or were you already on board? Um, I would. I mean, I listened to her like uh, debut album, um, like her like country era. I was gonna say that for my second. Yeah. Um, but probably Reputation is where it's really spiked. Okay. Um, but her like her, just like dark and like black and white thing oh was so cool i loved it so this is kind of like something i was going to ask you guys later or tie it in but i feel like since you said it uh is the capital one commercial basically all of the eras yeah okay yeah so the one where she's um like in all black the black eyeliner and she's like rolling her (laughs) eyes that's the that's the era you're talking about Uh, I don't know the eras in any kind of fandom or music or album way. I just know the different versions of her in that commercial. And that one is my favorite just because of the eye roll when they do the (laughs) selfie. Every time, like it's a, it's a clever commercial. It's, well, I mean, it's genius because it, with the tour, but, um, (laughs) the eye roll just makes me laugh every single time. You know what you would love? Um, at the end of her "Look What You Made Me Do" music video, oh like during God, her Reputation album, yes. she had all the all the different Every tailors standing one. next to each other. They were all talking, oh. and the Reputation ta- Reputation Taylor was yelling. Or even when she was like at, on the cross, in the in the "Look What You Made Me Do" music video, when she's on the cross and she's standing up up there, she's like kicking off and like pushing away all of her all other tailors. Oh, it was yeah. amazing. Is that like and her cleansing it, herself of the previous uh, versions? Is there some kind of like symbolic gesture there? English teacher here. Probably, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think so. Because, you know, like she's not that person. Because it was younger right. her. Yeah. And it's now. Yeah. Oh, that's, I think right. you would love that music video. You should watch it. So you said country version is your second favorite. Yeah, is that like favorite. Romeo and Juliet love story? No, that's fearless. That's her second. Yeah, that's fearless. Oh, it's like our song, uh, "Teardrops on My Guitar." This is before fearless. Yes, this is. It was her very first album, right? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. It was like for her first album. It was great, and the the country side of it was so sweet and amazing. What's the what's a what's the standout song from that era? Because I do love country music. Uh, probably picture to burn. Yeah, or or teardrops on my guitar. Picture to burn, teardrops. All right, sweet. I'm gonna look up that tomorrow too because I <laughs> love country music. Oh my god, she looks so young here. She was like 16. Yeah, seriously, she's yeah, like a little. Was... She's like a baby. Um, how old is she now? She's turning 34 in December. She's 34. Yeah. That's it. That's insane. Wow. wow, 34? I'm so old. Um, Lisa, what are your top two favorite? Uh, actually, Isabel, what's your least favorite era? This is going to be what's going to probably piss people off. So anger Ooh. our audience. What's your least favorite? That's hard. Um, pro- oh. I don't know. This is like, it's like 50-50 because some of them... Like in this album, their songs have been like so over, like oh, overplayed, yeah. and so like, to the point where I'm like, I, I I can't do this anymore. Probably lover. 
Okay. But like the other half of her songs are amazing. I could listen to them all day long. But the radio hits, you're tired of. 100%. Yeah. I, I, every band's got that. Every artist has that. I, and the diehards really get tired of hearing those songs. Yeah. There's, some... there's not necessarily an album that I don't like or mm-hmm. an era that I don't like. But Lover does have a couple more of those songs that have been like – like gone crazy viral and all over social media where like to the point where you've listened to it so many times you can't you, you, you can't listen to it anymore so isabella before we move on to lisa's top two and then least favorite um let's really let's really dig a hole for yourself here what's the song that you're thinking of because i know you're thinking of a song that's most overplayed that you're like i'm good without it um probably i think it's me yeah I think I've just been everywhere for probably the past like two years, especially through COVID. Okay. <sighs> that was. That's an interesting. What's the song again? Uh, me. Okay. It's, yeah. Capitalize me with an exclamation mark. So you said something interesting, and I wonder if it plays a part, and then we'll we'll kind of move on. Um, you said it because they played it a ton during COVID, mm-hmm. and, and I wonder if it's just like it being overplayed and like for the most part societally, like a pretty negative time period where you just associate the two and you're like, I'm good. I don't need it anymore. Uh, super interesting. Lisa, what's your <laughs> top two? Um, probably 1989 because okay. that's when I like actually like first fell in love with her. Like I've obviously listened to her before that, but I was like, this is it. Like this is my favorite person in the world. And <laughs> I used to watch every morning once the blank space music video came out, I watched it every morning before school. Oh my god! Like, I, re- I remember. It, I grew up watching all of it. It's like I love that song so much. It will, even though it's like one of her like like top hits, and it's like so yeah. overplayed. It's always my favorite. Never it gets is, It's still it's, always yeah. so. Good. Is that the music video where she's like in like the the dress and it's like in like a English garden or something like that? Yeah. There's like the, the the fountain pool or some kind of like little yeah. garden pool, yeah. What, it, that, it, that, that, it was actually filmed in New Jersey. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> Lisa, that that's when you got into her. You must have been like eight years old or something, right? That was no, it was like seven or six. Wow, that's so. That is like there's like core memory right there. No. Nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna supplant that. Uh, so, no. what's your second favorite then? Ooh, probably, honestly, Midnight's because okay. that's when she became active all over again, and that's when, like, you know, she's like, she was like so active, and all those TikTok videos that, like, where she had this like Midnight's Mayhem, and she would post in the middle of the night a TikTok revealing each like, like a new title from title of a song from the midnight album like using a phone and that was just so cool and yeah i just and i love that album it's probably one of her best albums honestly even though some people disagree but like the lyrics are just you know it's that was definitely a great album favorite song off of midnight's oh hmm probably let's see maroon definitely maroon Okay. What's your least favorite era? Do I have to answer? answer no, no I, you don't have to. Because I literally can't. I know every song by heart. 
and there's nothing I've ever liked or thought was overplayed or like annoyed by that Taylor's okay. ever done. Wow. Yeah. I don't think there's a single band or artist just in, I mean my 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 top 5 that I don't have an album because one of the things I respect so much about you guys loving Taylor Swift is that you're also album oriented people. Um, and I am like a big album purist. Like I'm not putting on playlists. I'm putting on an album. Um, and I, and I, I love that about you too. I, I have an album by all my top five favorite bands that I like just will not touch if my life depended on it. And so interesting that Lisa, you're like, no, like I can't even, <laughs> even for the sake of this conversation, I can't do it. I respect that. You said something super interesting. You said the lyrics. So I'm going to just pivot here for a second and then we'll talk about top five albums. Uh, are you, either of you, are you lyric based when you're listening to Taylor Swift or are you more beat and kind of melody based? Lyric. Definitely yeah. Lyric you based. said that and that kind of jumped out at me because some people, I feel like a lot of people were one or the other. Uh, what do you love about her lyrics? They're uh, they have double meanings, and they're okay. just and she uses like such like my vocab like vocabulary <laughs> thing like literally increase because like of words like Taylor Swift is my teacher. No, I, I I used her in my essays. Like I know you did not even realize. No, even when I did not mention that it was Taylor Swift, I used stuff that came from her song. Uh, that but that is awesome. You said Machiavellian, so you're learning like yeah. you're 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 understanding concepts maybe that were never even like on your radar. That Taylor Swift is opening doors to the world. Especially for you. like for, for when I was like listening to her folklore album for the first time, I literally went like searching up words like meanings of them because some of them were like they sounded so beautiful but i was like i know what the meaning of them was and that just changed the meaning of the entire song after i knew what some of the words meant this is like just music to my ears as an english teacher like this i feel like that's why a lot of people like some people don't like her because they just like don't dive deep enough into the lyrics to understand okay. it yeah they're seeing her music as Tell me if I'm wrong. They're seeing her music as just like pop music that doesn't have layers and like you said, yep. double meanings. Um, yeah. It's just kind of like bubblegum music that's disposable. But when you dive into yeah. the lyrics, there's the substance. Like there's there's real stuff there. Mm-hmm. I respect yeah. that. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to turn into a Swifty like at the end of all this. <laughs> uh, Isabella, what about you? Are you more melody or lyric? Um, Probably more lyric, but the melody – 100% helps. Yeah. Because um, her lyrics, she just, she could, like uh, like Lisa said, she could literally be saying one thing and it mean a totally different thing. Yeah. And she, so literally, like her music is literally like her diaries. Her music is like her emotional escape and that's like amazing because she makes great music out of her emotions. And, and they're probably really relatable feelings too. Right? 100%. She, she seems like a, I mean, I know she's, you know, like the, the most popular human being on the, <laughs> like we could say that right she's the most popular human being on the planet right now yeah yeah like, i don't think that there's anybody in any world any like realm um that's bigger than her no i don't think so. not right now yeah lisa when like when even I do, if you're not a fan yeah like you know who taylor is she's trans- uh, yeah. she's transcendent yeah yeah, I, I don't know. The reason I ask that is because I think people usually are one or the other, and I am always been a melody and and beat and music first. 
and then the lyrics kind of come second. Yeah, that makes sense because I feel like if, if the melody and the beat's not good, yeah, then the lyrics kind of like drift off. Yeah, uh, I don't. If the song doesn't grab me and I don't want to like sing it or like kind of like you know rock out mm-hmm. to it or whatever, I, I don't really care what they're writing about. Then if like the actual music is not enjoyable, but then that, again, yeah, that, that makes sense. I'm also a, a Kiss fan, and they're not exactly known for <laughs> writing like these you know world changing lyrics in any type of way. All uh, right, f- top five albums. Let's go from l- number five to number one. Do you guys have your – you have them ranked? Yeah. All right. Lisa, we'll start with you. Uh, number five. Mm-hmm. Number five would probably be mm, Red. Okay. Red. Yeah. Number four? Okay. Number four would be Lover. Okay. Three? Okay. Three would be 1989. Two and, and then, then one. Reputation. And then Midnight's. All right. Isabel, what about you? Um... Five, probably fearless. Um, four, red. Three, um, midnights. Um, two, (sighs) reputation. Um, and then one, nineteen eighty nine. Right, awesome. So instead of doing top five songs, because I think that's really hard. I don't know about you, but no, songs to me, difficult. it's yeah. I, I they think, change. It changes yeah. for me. Yeah, uh, depends on like what era I'm in, not like I just love what era <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I love. No, that's so true. Like uh, there is. I mean, I have a favorite Kiss song, um, and I could probably go like top my top two, but the rest of that top five is going to change. So much depending on my mood yeah. and what era of the band I'm really feeling at that point. And with Taylor Swift, I'm sure it's no no different. So let's like go. What point of life I'm in? Also. Yeah. Ooh mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh yeah. Uh, let's go then. Let's do something different then with it. Let's do favorite of the hits. Not, not quotes. I mean, they're they're legitimate hits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go favorite of like the radio hits. And then pick your favorite deep dive, like your favorite deep cut. What does deep cut mean? Deep cut. Like the most like, underrated? Yeah, yeah, underrated. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah, with like vinyl, vinyl they used to call them like B-sides. So you'd have like the mm-hmm. A-side. I have like Taylor Swift vinyls right yeah. above <laughs> and, and the B-side, and like if you look at the structure of like classic albums prior to CDs and digital stuff – they would legitimately put stuff on the A side that would be that would be like the stuff you play on the radio, and then the B side, the end of the album, would just be kind of like the filler or other stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, let's go most. Let's go, Isabel, a favorite uh, of the radio hits. So I'm gonna start with 1989 okay. because 1989 is probably her, one of her biggest albums, but like of 1989, her biggest hits, uh, Blank Space. Okay. Uh, was amazing. Bad Blood. I could listen to Bad Blood all day long. Wildest Dreams. 
So, Lisa, what about you for the biggest like radio hits? Okay, definitely "Cruel Summer" off okay. of her Lover album. Leg space, also off "Thanks and Nina" because that <laughs> that was the song that right. really got yep. me into her. And then "Style," and then probably, honestly, "Antihero." I like, I like how I it. said I like I said oh. picked one, and you both were like, "All right, I got five. I, have, I got four. I can't just pick one. I mean, I would probably have to say that, like, if I hear "You Belong with Me" or "Love Story," I- I'm like, I'm singing along. As yeah, of course, like they're they're just so uh, <laughs> they're so good. They both <laughs> sound, they both are they on the same album. Who you belong uh, with me? On yeah, Love and. Story? Yeah. Yeah. Fearless. Okay. Because yeah. because they sound like they were written at the same time, like sonically, musically, they they sound yeah, very yeah, yeah. similar. Um, yeah. Those two songs, I hear them, and of course, like "Shake It Off," like I'm a sucker for it. Um, <laughs> like if 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 we're at a wedding and "Shake It Off" comes on, like I'm about to embarrass myself, and I don't care. <laughs> um, so deep cuts. This is where I obviously will bow out of the conversation. Lisa, what's your pick? Pick two. All right, I'll compromise. Okay, take two. Oh, Favorite okay. underrated or what, what What we call usually a deep cut? Probably Ivy off of her Ever... Like, there's, like, so many underrated songs on her Folklore and Evermore albums, the one that she made, okay. like, during lockdown. Oh, my gosh, that one's so good. And then probably Midnight Rain off of her Midnight's album. All right. Isabel, what about you? Two favorite deep cuts. Ooh, this is hard. Probably Cowboy Like Me from her Evermore album. Um, And, ooh, The Story of Us from her Speak Now Taylor's version. All right. Nice. I think deep cuts are harder to pick than favorite, like, radio hit. 100%. Because yeah. when you're a big fan, all the deep That's cuts are great. Songs. Exactly. Like, they're she has all like great. Over 200, she has over yeah. 200 songs. Like, Yeah. Can we mention how her cat is the third richest animal in the world? Yeah. Oh my God, I saw the dog. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. Her cat is the third richest pet in the world. Why are there two other pets that are richer? <laughs> Honestly, oh, one of them is like a, some fashion designer's cat. So, but like, I don't know. I mean, oh, the other then one people like started to bully her because she was fat. Bully the cat? <laughs> yeah, yes. they started bullying the cat, saying Olivia was fat. <laughs> so then Olivia, her cat, had her own reputation era. And wow. she disappeared from the internet <laughs> with her $97 million. Is Taylor Swift a cat person? Yeah, she yes. has three. She's, she always talks about her cats. Ugh. Always. Like a I cat person. That. Cat people are always talking about their cats. She was she was in the movie Cats. <laughs> really? Oh my god, you're know. right. She was. That movie flopped, didn't it? Yeah, but it was still like, amazing because of Taylor. <laughs> like the one she every wasn't time amazing she was enough. Taylor, that was amazing. Oh my god, I remember this. It was like laughably embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. But she had so much fun on set. That's There's all like that matters. Behind the scenes of her, she had, she was having so much fun because she oh, loves cats. Good. That's I mean that's a really cool thing to be able to be like I was in the movie for Cats, right? It's like one of cats, the biggest Broadway yeah. musicals ever. All right, so let's chat about. There's the new album that's uh, at, by the time that this episode drops, 
The new album will probably be less than a week old. Uh, Lisa and Isabella will have already, at that point, listened to it 75 times. Uh, 100%. <laughs> each. Uh, what are you a looking... Day. A day. A day. Yeah, like obviously. A day. day. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you guys are taking off of school. I won't... Isabella, I won't see you tomorrow. Uh, what are you guys... What's one thing you're anticipating, hoping, looking for? One thing that you're wondering if she maybe goes back to a little bit, a, a certain musical mm-hmm. era? What's what's something maybe lyrically that you're hoping she explores? Um, Lisa, we'll start with you. What, what are you okay. hoping for? One thing. So I'm hoping that the double album theory is true. Because cause Kendrick Lamar was featured on the original album, but... He's not featured on Taylor's version. So I'm assuming there's going to be a whole other version of the album with a bunch of collabs. I'm hoping, so it's probably not going to happen, but I'm hoping Harry Styles is on it because oh one of the songs, Style, is about Harry Styles. There's a lot of songs about him actually on the album. That would be huge. And that would be, I'm really hoping they, they're secretly doing a collab. But I'm definitely excited to hear the songs from her vault, which is like, yeah. Where so- the songs that didn't make the original albums, and now she's including them on the re-records, and I'm excited to like hear all the new stuff. Nice, Isabel. What about you? What's uh, something you're looking forward to? Definitely collabs. Kendrick Lamar and Bad Blood was literally iconic. Uh, me and my little sister listen to the Kendrick Lamar version of Bad Blood all of the time. Nice. Um, so that would definitely be exciting. Like Harry Styles would be wild if he was on there because ex-boyfriend songs you know mm. <laughs> um but i the vault a hundred percent like the her songs that didn't make the original being on the new album i'm definitely super psyched, psyched about we got to talk about the elephant in the room we got to talk about travis kelsey and i think we should also talk about kind of like what our perspective what our feelings are about the very strong opinions about Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift fans now having this, you know, I'm going to put air quotes, passion about the Chiefs. Um, You know, for for those of us that that are listening that don't understand football, um, the Chiefs and the Broncos are division rivals, so I hate the Chiefs. Um, So, yeah. Uh, What's your your take on this? Because, I mean, even on the last episode we did, Lisa, uh, there was somebody – we won't say Rafi, who had very strong opinions about Taylor Swift fans in football. So I think it's really cute how they met at her heiress tour, basically. Well, she didn't want to meet him at first. He wanted to meet her at the concert, but she didn't. But he made her a friendship bracelet with with his phone number on it to to give it to her. And weeks later, she did use it. And Wait, she called him? Yeah. Oh, how progressive. Yeah. But but he like kept talking about her and like saying how, like how that would be cool. Mm. And I just I love them together. Like like they're so much fun. And he bought her a fr- another friendship bracelet, but it has his jersey number on it. And she All wears right. it to his game yeah, I now. I saw that. And this is yeah. It's a and love story, like, right? It's a it's, it's amazing. Like, and it's also her first like very public relationship in years because every other one of her other ex boyfriends, like they didn't really want to be seen with her in public oh, that okay. much. They wanted a lot of privacy, but Travis isn't afraid to show her off, which I love. 
and they just seem they seem to fit together and there's like so many things that is like the invisible string theory that like brought them together like even though there's like no connections in between them before whatsoever but now there's like so many reasons for like why in my opinion they're sort of meant to be together because the chiefs wear red right <laughs> and I mean, also red. 87 87 <laughs> which is his jersey number which is two years number. before 89 okay and then her, her lucky number is 13 and 87 plus 13 is 100 wait Plus what what's the hundred significant of? Because a hundred, <laughs> it just makes 100, sense. A hundred percent compatibility. <laughs> that, Doesn't he also have his own podcast? Pro- yes. Yeah, with his brother. Yeah, with his brother. Yeah, uh, everyone's yeah. got a podcast, even like English teachers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I think like he of all the people, like he's not shy. When it comes to being in the spotlight, um, what are your thoughts about you know diehard football fans being like, get off of my TV, Taylor? She's making them. More, she's making the NFL more money, which exactly. is so they can't be complaining. And the NFL and the girls are and so usually football fans they always get mad because other people don't get it. But yeah. now once people are starting to get into it, they're like, you don't, you're not allowed to like it, like. Take it's gatekeeping. Yeah. Like you want us to know you want us to understand football, but once we do, you don't want us to know it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like, no, you have to pay your dues and like a team and, and all of that. It's like this is I think this is great because if it does get more eyes on a product that already gets billions of eyes and they don't have a, a problem getting viewership, I think that's great. I think if more people are enjoying it, I think that's awesome and who cares why they're enjoying it. They're enjoying it because Taylor Swift's in the. Like it's in the, cool. It's like, cool to see yeah. Taylor on the screen. Is it? <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. I think it's settled down. I think it has settled down though. Like I think the first week they were definitely showing her like crazy, and she was like a big part of like games. But now, like the they're Broncos, mentioning her song lyrics though. though they do. The, the game. Yeah. Yeah. I think like sports are a spectacle. And if they're famous people at the game, I think that's great. Show them in the crowd. Like I think it's awesome. Yeah. What album would you tell me to listen to, knowing my musical tastes, knowing that I love metal and hard rock, but I also love country music. But I also, you know, like I like pop music. Where uh, I like everything. Reputation. Reputation, Lisa. What about you? Reputation and <laughs> okay. All right. All right. This is what I'm listening to tomorrow. Then when I'm, uh, I don't know, when I'm driving to work. Oh, and then Mary song, which is on her debut album. Eight. Um, she mentions like '87 and '89. She, she was born in 1989. His jersey number is '87. They've been oh. meant to be since she was 16. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and '87. Plus two, and the two of them, they are a couple, is 89. I mean, right? Come on. You know, you're slowly, slowly getting the hang of it. You still have a yeah. long way to go, but... but no, you gotta go, you gotta go swift to school. <laughs> this was a ton of fun. Isabella, Lisa, thank you so much for doing this. All right, I got a lot of music now for me to listen to and uh, fully embrace the Taylor Swift fandom that is clearly going to happen. All right, till next time, stay safe, stay hungry, see you.